0: Welcome to The Kindness Project, the podcast designed to share stories of kindness and share how kindness can make positive change in our world, one small act at a time. This time on The Kindness Project, school prefects, exam preparation, and we have part one of our interview with David Jamili from Kindness UK. Welcome my friends to The Kindness Project, I'm joined by Aline Mean writing machine it's charlotte why are you doing that face <laughs> why are you doing that face i thought that was a really good intro because you're
1: so cringy
0: all right um, lean mean right i could have done it even cringier lean uh, mean writing machine it's charlotte dames
1: and i'm joined by the lead vocalist of chris and the slippery humans
0: <laughs> i'm sure you've used that one before no it was a different one all right okay
1: I my life,
0: it was Where? Well, <laughs> where did you get "Greasy and the Slippery Humans" well, from? Was a little, uh, we, we got
1: bored and we went, through, we went for a band name generator. Um, we did. And I just wrote them down, and I've been just been using those
0: Oh, them. right, okay. So you're gonna just use the oh, no, random? No, that was my last one. All oh, right, you're gonna use the random, but ba- you've been using the random band name. Yeah, it's only the ones that you went, oh,
1: that's a nice
0: band name. The Slippery Humans is, is not a bad band name, is it? But I don't know whether it should be Chris and the Slippery Humans <laughs> or just the Slippery Humans. I don't know. We'll see. Um, how are you? I'm fine. You doing alright? Yeah. You had a good day? Yeah. I, I'll tell you what else I want to talk about. I want to talk about your new tie. Oh, because God. you are really pleased with your new tie, aren't you? I get you? to tie it. I get
1: to actually tie a tie
0: so charlotte got nominated this year as a uh, it's prefect. got to be i put myself forward. Prefect, prefect and then uh, i got it which is great what is the job involved what does the prefect job involve
1: you're asking the wrong person
0: <laughs> what do you mean no i'm asking exactly the right person as uh, you are a prefect
1: well the only thing we've got to do so far is that they sometimes like they help us They ask us to help out, like, parents' evenings and stuff like that. Um, The thing we're doing at the moment is... I've actually got to do mine tomorrow, is we have to be in early, but it's not early. It's the time I usually get in anyway. Okay. um, To help out the Year 11s, because, like, they serve, like, drinks to the Year 11s who are studying the halls in the... Booze. No, like... so water and stuff oh
0: boring yeah. oh I, I, I thought
1: yeah but you don't really want, want to give booze
0: to kids going into their english language they're now. drinking it anyway they're sneaking it in they're sneaking it in Why english english language verbal or english no, language no. God, written english
1: language verbal it's not called that it's called the english speaking exam okay um, and i actually i think i have to do that I have to do mine soon because um, we're doing it in year ten.
0: Are you going to be drinking throughout the throughout no, the exam or not? No,
1: it's only a couple of weeks away. Actually, thinking about it.
0: So, what are you going to do to prepare for the exam, apart from we're, down the down the bottle of gin?
1: Uh, I'm going to throw up that bottle of gin <laughs> because I hate the taste of alcohol. Okay. Um, I am going to do some stuff in English. Okay. Because
0: we haven't even. All we know is that we have to stick to a topic now. Right. What topic? Um, is our it gin?
1: careers. Our
0: future careers. So what? Oh, go on. Tell me. What? What oh, are you sad. gonna? What are you gonna talk about then?
1: I have
0: no idea. Our I, future I know, careers. I know
1: what I want. It's just.
0: Okay. Give me. Right. So. Right. So I. I'm. I'm the. I'm the question master. Um. And how does it start? Does it start with a, like, a really nice open question where oh, they turn around uh, and go, no. tell me about your future career? No, actually,
1: it's more like you start with a five-minute speech and then they ask, by, uh, they ask questions for
0: a while. Let's do it. Let's so do a no, practice. No, no,
1: no. We're doing a podcast as a
0: practice. This is amazing. Right, but, but this is amazing because our tens of listeners, no, actually, we've got a few more than that, our listeners can give you some feedback, can't they? No. So, so go on, give it a go. Mm. Give it a go. Give it like two minutes. I haven't
1: got a plan anything
0: or okay so your only plan is not to drink booze before you go in is, that, is, your, is, is that, that your plan is
1: to drink booze and thoroughly write a plan before I go in okay and then analyse that plan and then reiterate that plan so it's actually more effective
0: but you haven't you haven't written the plan yet I haven't
1: yet. written
0: the plan yet so I can't say anything okay fair enough what do you want to be when you grow up
1: <laughs> what's your life goals um
0: I am. This is serious stuff.
1: Um, I I want to write like I want to write books, articles,
0: postcards, (laughs) (laughs) the odd stamp. Um, I'll
1: design them and just like, write my name.
0: But you are, a, you are, you are as I said in my intro, going back to the front, a bit of a lean, mean writing machine, aren't you? So oh, you're... You use that well, I, I am going to use the phrase lean, mean writing machine until it catches on. It's
1: if that not going to catch on. Why not? Because.
0: Because. It's
1: cringy and cheesy.
0: Because it's a cringe, whinge, stingy... Binge. Binge. Um, Okay. I I will only use Lean Mean Writing Machine every now and again. Um, uh, But yeah, so you're uh, writing a book at the minute, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I want to get the first draft done before my 16th birthday, which is... hmm, Six
0: months? Seven months?
1: Six months and I'm only four chapters in.
0: Okay. Yeah, you can do it. You can do it, definitely. Anyway.
1: Anyway.
0: um, uh, We've talked about career aspirations that you're strangely vague about. We've talked about um, uh, your job. No, I still don't understand what a prefect does. What does a prefect do? <laughs> Serve drinks to older kids. No, like, that no. sounds like a butler. <laughs> no, we're just going kind to of help. We're like leaders.
1: Help
0: Le- Leaders. Helpful leaders. We're just going
1: kind to of help out the the People.
0: You're helpful leaders of the people. I love it. Right, so, shall we get on with this week's show? Yeah, sure.
1: Oh, uh, we missed something.
0: No, 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 we're going to do it. Uh, how can people get in touch with us? Ah,
1: uh, there we go. Uh, we've got this magical thing called an email. I don't know if you've ever used but I am partial
0: <laughs> to the most. I love it, I love it. Yeah. I, I actually, I I impart love and impart don't love emails. depends on the... Content of the email. I get spam emails from
1: Pinterest. It's very nice. Um, so we have an email. I think. I hope. God. How earth we've been yep, we we have we Yep.
0: We have got. Emails. We have got an email.
1: Um, it's all at thekindnessproject.co.uk. You can just give us a clickbang there and <laughs> click
0: bla- <laughs> Right. So I get in trouble for <laughs> lean meme writing machine, and you're allowed to go give us a click bang email. What is a clickbang email? I have no <laughs> idea. Um, we also have Twitter um, right. and it's at OlaKindness.
1: Kindness. Right. We also have Facebook and it's Ola uh, uh, <laughs>
0: Can you just can you just give a give us a click bang tweet or give us a click Facebook message? Whatever way you wanna click bang us. Bang us bang us bang us a message, just click bang us. Apparently that's a thing now, click bang i'm sense. not i'm not allowed to say lean mean right machine but keep bang. you're also not allowed to click bang anymore you have be used to it <laughs> <laughs> okay so you can send us a message on any of those formats i can't even remember whether you did them all but that's fine um uh, uh but send us a click bang on any of those and today's question of the podcast from me Chris Ames and the Lean Mean Right Machine is you decide to open a restaurant what would you name it and what would the signature dish be? We've done this one
1: um,
0: <laughs> we have done this one we have done this one let me let me yeah uh, let me try a different one that we haven't <laughs> used let me let me just click back my computer um, You've been commissioned To write your own novel I'm doing that anyway What would you call it And what would it be about Um So that's this week's Uh Question you answer Um Well I'm writing a novel So I'll so, Um What's
1: your novel called
0: Um I I I, I you know the way you were really vague about the answer you've given. I have got three books on the go at the minute, okay. I do need You're
1: not the only one, mate.
0: I do need to focus on what one I'm gonna actually finish first. But one's a novel. One's a book about money and the other one is the book version of the kindness project. Okay,
1: so what what's the what's the novel about then?
0: It's about a dystopian future. Oh, of
1: course it is.
0: What do you mean of course it is? Why would it, it be, a... be
1: a... just oh,
0: lo- You know what, I love dystopian fiction. It, it, the
1: the, the, the uh, topic of my novel
0: is not going to surprise you at all. Is it, is it uh, gay romance? Yeah,
1: it's called practice. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then the second one is called makes perfect, or <laughs> what, what? No, there's not
1: going to be a second one, it's just... just... One, one
0: Fair enough. Practice. Fair enough. Okay, but I I am not going to reveal liking. I'm I'm, liking. I'm not going to reveal <laughs> at bookshop so, um I'm not I'm not going to reveal anything else about my novel because I might not finish it for a while because I may be focusing on the book version of the kindness project as my first little foray into publishing. But I am a published. What two books out? One book. <laughs>
1: One book and then a the second edition
0: of that book. That is still counts as one book. So, but because well, it just because it's the same book, just changed a bit. I can't really say I've written two books, could I? I've
1: written two books. The first one, yeah. really the
0: I've I've written 27 books. Have you really? What are they called? They've all got the same name, just different editions. <laughs> That is not writing 27 books. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, that is the question. You get the opportunity to write a novel. What would you call it? And what would it be about? Let us know. So this week's interview is with a man called David Jamili, And David Jamili has got a Wikipedia page. So I'm going to read directly from David. (laughs) Did you cough a bit? A bit harder i so, breathed into
1: Boston.
0: so I'm, I'm going to tell you a bit about david before we hear his interview david Jamili is an english social social entrepreneur and humanitarian david co-founded theme traders with it with his sister kim i i einhorn theme traders is a london based event management party planning and prop hire company also david's started his humanitarian activities while entertaining children at Great Ormond Street Hospital. In 1977 he founded Pod Children's Charity which now arranges over 2,500 performances a year and has entertained over a million kids in children's hospital wards and hospice hospices throughout the united kingdom david appeared in the secret millionaire in 2010 and founded the good deeds organization in 2005 which promotes global good deeds deeds and kindness and went on to co-launch and celebrate kindness day in 2010 so he is also he's got right hair He's got amazing hair. He's got amazing hair, um, and from a man who's losing his hair rather quickly, I'm I'm a bit I've He's got jelly. He's I've, got, a hair I've envy. got hair envy. But can we listen to David's interview? Oh yes. Um, okay, so this is the start of the kindness project of David Jamili. I'm just going to. Um, uh, just put his name there and put i'm going to put um this is um the uh, audio for david russ if you're listening to this i'm going to do this in audacity as well just to see the quality of the audio because we might not have to do it just to see the quality of the audio and the audio is not that great because of the mic so that's why i'm doing it on my phone but we'll we'll, have, we'll put it on anyway and see how we get on um so that's all good let me call david now and then we can go from there that's all good can you hear the uh skype going yeah, hi Chris. Hi David, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Amazing. You're yeah, really, really good. I'm 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 liking these lighter starts, uh, lighter ends of the day. So I'm liking leaving my office when the sun's still out. <laughs> so It's all good. Yeah. It's all it's good. to get grim in
2: the
0: UK, isn't it? <laughs> it? It does a bit. Where Where are you? Are you Are you based in the UK or are you? Yeah, I'm based in London.
2: Okay, cool. I'm in West
0: to Crickle at the moment. Okay, cool um yeah it's uh london is an amazing city but it's just uh yeah it's just the winters that um are less than less than great but yeah it's, it's all good um thanks for doing the podcast i really appreciate it yeah
2: thanks so
0: tell me what where are you based, Chris? So I, I live in Essex, so I live in Rainham in Essex. Um, yeah. uh, so I run a I run a financial planning business with financial planners that's the day job. But I've also yeah. got um, I've also got two daughters. So uh, my daughters are fifteen and eight. Um, yeah. and uh, I was sick, so we started the podcast. Um, uh, we started the podcast about 15 months ago um, yeah. at, just for, for a passion of me saying uh, I, I was sick of hearing bad news and wanted to just um, speak to people with awesome stories to tell. Yeah, terrific. You're doing good job. I some and uh, check out the website. So good stuff you're doing. Well done. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really enjoying it, mate. And again, it, it, I, I get to talk to people like you and it's, uh, it, it inspires me to think the world isn't as bad as <laughs> what everybody tells you it is um, and uh, and uh, yeah it's quite encouraging oh that's cool yeah so thank you I appreciate it um, <laughs>
2: Tell me, Chris. I'm
0: getting lots of echoes this side. It doesn't bother me, but in terms of quality, to your end, is it all okay? I'm, I'm recording on a separate audio device, David. So the oh. the the audio, the the echoes that you can hear, won't come out on my uh, on my recording equipment. But. I just, from, from your point of view. Yeah, no, that's, that's fine, as long as, as long as you know that, that that's, that's all good. So I'm just going to press record now so we can start the right. podcast and then we can go from there. And then I'll just go straight into a, an introduction and we'll go straight to the questions. Great, fire away. No worries. Um,
2: hi David, how are you? Hi
0: Chris, I'm great. How are you? Yeah, really good thanks, really good. Um, Thanks for coming on the podcast, I really appreciate it. And I'm really excited to talk to you about the awesome work you do in the world. Oh, that. thank you very much. (laughs) Yeah, you can can send me a tenner later, alright? Okay. So, I, I, I know all about you, but for our audience, tell our audience a little bit about you. So,
2: I run Kindness UK, okay.
0: which is
2: um, a benchmark kindness organisation promoting kindness, okay. and I've been doing that for about 12 years. Okay. Before that, I was running uh, the Good Deeds organisation, uh, which was promoting good news, and I moved on from the good news to kindness, and so I've been doing it, I've been in that field for about 14 years. I do it voluntarily. Yep. Uh, um, and we have quite a big catchment across the globe, and also um, in UK schools and government departments, all sorts of stuff. So.
0: Amazing, and and I suppose good news to kindness was a bit of a natural tra- transition, right?
2: Well, it was interesting because when I came up with the idea as many have done um, previous to me and subsequent to yes. me, uh,
1: that,
2: you know, we've said very negative stuff yeah. through the media. Yeah. So I need to, I felt the need to balance it out in some way. Yeah. And I started doing this with with a website and gathering good deeds from around the world. And yeah. amazing, amazing stuff goes on all yeah. the time. Yeah. And I then, through that work, um, came across organizations across the globe, which are promoting kindness, Yeah. And I thought, wow, that's interesting, I didn't know they existed. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so I started getting in touch with them, um, linked up with some, and that led me on to setting something up specifically for the UK, okay. but I still do have contact with um,
0: lots of people across the planet who are doing similar things. Yeah, so so in terms of kindness UK, have they got, have you got international affiliates, like is there a kind is there a kindness US? Is there a kindness India? Is there is, is, yes. how does it work?
2: Yes organizations at one time they were all banded together or many of them were banded together under um, a heading of the World Kindness Movement okay. but lots of, lots of people work independently so at one stage I was a member of that um, I'm no longer a member of that because the time I have I prefer to put into actually I'm say doing the field work as opposed to um, being part of an organization and talking about it yeah, So yeah you know my, my time is very limited yeah
0: you want to add value uh, as, as effectively as possible, don't you?
2: Yeah, but you know, the, but it's incredibly interesting that, you know, people like one group I um, greatly admire who, are, who aren't members of that either called the Singapore Kindness Movement, yeah. and they do absolutely amazing stuff. They're a um, government funded, they have ten people working full-time on kindness. Yeah. The way they view kindness in Singapore is slightly different, you know, the interpretation of the word across, yeah. across the globe does change a bit. Okay. Um, they do fantastic work. There's an organization in Japan that does fantastic work. Lots and lots going on in um the States, you know, yeah. random acts of kindness organizations yeah. for example. Yeah. So yes yeah, surprisingly large amount of things going
0: on. So yeah. that's so that's that's interesting. So in Singapore there's a government funded organization yeah. to promote kindness. Yeah. And what and you you mentioned that their definition of kindness is slightly different. How does it differ?
2: Well, the thing with Singapore is, um, initially, Singaporeans um, were seen as quite unfriendly
0: right, okay.
2: to, to visitors
0: yeah. you know, to, and so the government, I think, this is my interpretation by the way, yeah.
1: the government um, wants to create um, people being more kind and friendly oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But from that, it's extended to quite amazing work
2: that they do in schools um, and with the general public, and okay. they've got all sorts, all sorts of interesting projects going on with um, commercial organisations, schools, and it, it's quite a it's quite a big, well-oiled, you know,
0: machine. Yeah. Good
2: it's terrific. Yeah.
0: Right, so it's very interesting to check out sometimes I will, right? I will do i will do definitely i i'm just thinking though as you live in london and and, and i'm on the borders maybe we could do with transport for london having a having a bit like that to uh to to, to encourage more smiling on the tube <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe yep. that maybe that's an idea they could adopt So right? just fund a bit of uh, uh a few ads to promote more friendliness on the tube i think that might be an idea yeah yeah, yeah. yeah
2: i mean that's a great idea um they have had tfl has worked with one of two organizations before okay Uh, i know they've worked with a group called kindness offenses um who do sort of like they just pop up and give away gifts yeah i like that idea and i know they've also done some projects with kindness poems on the tube
0: yeah i like that i've seen them
2: Yeah, a bigger campaign would be um, terrific because, you know, if people are a little bit warmer to each other, um, then the ripple effects from that... Uh, is absolutely immense in ripple effect, yeah it's at least seven times um, at least seven times the act um, in ripple effect every single time so yeah. that was really I think helps make yeah. our society community in London a lot
0: yeah. Um, warmer yeah and kinder. it's interesting there's um there's a really good book by a guy we uh, we're yet to get on the on the podcast not for the want of trying but we just couldn't get Diaries to work a guy called Dr. David Hamilton um, yeah, uh, and in his book which uh, I spoke to him about absolutely loved it talks about the infectiousness of just being awesome to people do you know what I mean just just doing good stuff yeah. and how that helps them and yeah. spreads that feeling of goodwill. I think I think that's absolutely true. Um, and I like his argument that actually as humans we're evolved to do that because we've evolved to work together, right? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah.
2: If, if we're going back into those sort of studies about the development of mankind,
1: yeah.
2: um, we are essentially a herding um, yeah. instance. We have herding
0: and things, And for a herd to work, it has to work together. together. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I know David Hampson. He's, he's a great guy. He you speak to him or, you know, listen to his talk. He does good talk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah I've, I've, I've had the opportunity to have a chat with him, but um, uh, it was about a year ago. My audio equipment broke. So, so uh, I've, I, we had this, and that, as you know, because you spoke today, we had this amazing chat. <laughs> and I got to the end and none of it was recorded. But I still loved it. Um, so so it, wasn't, it wasn't entirely wasted. So I'm just conscious that I'm defi- I've definitely pressed record on my recording equipment, but I've definitely done that now, David, so how one won't be. Um, so to help me understand how Kindness UK practically works. So uh, I understand you've got the organisation, but what is it? I, I know you mentioned earlier about, you know, you wanted to make sure that you were making a practical difference. How How's the, how does that manifest itself in the organization yeah
2: okay because because the organization is limited by the amount of time that i have yep. um, to to put into it um we we work on a project basis okay. um, we have a focus each year on um, which areas we're particularly interested in um, pushing kindness um, towards. Some of the stuff we've done in the past, we've, we've done sort of like viral stuff, getting out 10,000 candy bars at, you know, tube stations.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, one of the biggest things we did was to write a kindness packs for primary and secondary schools in the UK. All of that. And we've um, circulated over 40,000 of those now. So, I <laughs> if we at it in that way. Yeah. And these hacks are, are specifically designed for busy teachers to be able to photocopy a page or two or three yeah. and introduce uh, kindness into relevant curriculum subjects, so different ways of introducing it into science or arts or assembly or, or whatever, and that's been a really, really huge success. Um, in, we moved from primary to secondary, now we're working with um, a number of universities around the country um, in developing evaluation tools for the um, effect of time, because yeah society, society sort of demands nowadays that um, if you make a claim that kindness um, can have a positive effect, how can that be yeah. yeah. We all know in our hearts that yes, it makes a huge difference, but for society taking on board particular governmental departments, uh, yeah. then they need evaluation. So I'm working with a number of universities, including Sussex, which is uh, one of the main ones, which is working yeah. on that subject right now yeah. alongside me. Um, so my current focus is I'm getting some study now which will help to bring kindness into play in, in a greater um, respect. Yeah.
0: In places like, um, I'm going to say, police forces, yeah. civil service, and uh, so that's my current focus. And, um, and and how do they test kindness? It's inter- it's an interesting because I, I I read this when I was doing the research for this interview. Um, yeah. My next question was like, to the academic research into kindness. So, at what at what stage are they at in terms of? Um, uh, releasing a paper on it on the impact of kindness and and and, and, and how do you prove it <laughs> yeah
2: well you there are quantitative qualitative ways of dealing but just for for example um, if you're working on a organisation and you evaluate the uh, morale level and the perceived kindness level yes. um, before starting the program, and you then evaluate the same thing after yes. uh, activating the program, yes. you start you start to build data. Yes. So, so if we just Take that as a simple example,
0: and then we start scaling it up. Um, then that that sort of becomes scientific big data. Yeah, great. Yeah. So you go into to, so so the universities go into organisations to have a baseline of where they are in terms of yeah uh, morale, and then looking yep. at uh, having projects that that are kind, and then yep. taking a look at them. But that's got huge benefits to those employers potentially if it's proven that increasing morale is easier than they expect right you know it, it, by just being a bit kinder yeah. Interesting. Uh, but,
2: but, but the ripple effect from um, I, I use the word morale hmm. but what i'm really talking about is Happiness. Um, people being kind to each other yeah. get, you know
1: getting
2: on with each other yeah. um, Kindness was a very, very, very fluffy word Mm. until about, well, quite recently, really, last, I'm gonna say, three or four years. Mm. Um, Before that, it was very, very hard for me um, to get anybody to seriously look at Mm. the word kindness, because it's just seen as a, yeah, yeah, yawn, yawn, it's a a human value, of course, you know, Mm. maybe it's a bit Christian, I don't know, you know, it's obviously a non-religious, value kindness, it yeah. crosses a single religion. Yeah. Um, but in recent, the last three or four years, there's been a huge um, take up or the word kindness and yeah. organizations use kindness i mean in some 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 way some organizations now um i'm not going to say manipulate but use the word kindness um for commercial benefit
1: so yeah.
2: they they use the word you know we use kind products uh, yeah. in our in our drinks in our whatever yeah. or you should buy our drinks yeah go gotcha. very yeah. very simple example there mm. I, don't mind, um, I don't mind um, how people use the word kindness, as long as it's not just horribly manipulative. Yeah, yeah. The more, more the word is used, um, the greater spin-off. The, mm. the word itself has its own sort of like own little gravity system, yeah. that, you know, that um, when it's used, then people around do
0: yeah, I think I think it's an interesting one when you look at sort of organisations as well. So I think we went through a period, and I was I was uh, having a chat with uh, one of our. <laughs> Uh, there's a lady called Pinky Lalaney who who um, actually uh, has a, um, a kind leaders award every year. Right. So so she she um, picks thirty leaders who have done great work um, yeah. and have a have a approach that nurturing in nature compared to uh, that old-style, 80s greed is g- good, more profit is better, aggressive style approach. Because I think sometimes, certainly certainly, uh, we run our business like this, and I know, I know other people have done, you look at that and go, if life is only about the bottom line, what is the point? <laughs> um, yeah. and, and certainly I think you've, you're seeing a bit of a, not in every organizations certainly there's sort of larger and smaller businesses out there who don't prescribe to this but when i when i when i look at our business and other businesses out there doing similar stuff you think you know what longer term being good to people is always the best way um just just because the relationships should develop and, and interestingly i think you're seeing more and more folks on that now aren't you Yeah, a hell of a lot more. yeah. Um,
2: you know, the world's going through challenging times now. Yep. Um, it's working through challenging times. But, but right now, with the massive increase in population globally, yeah. with the decrease in available resources, mm. <laughs> Um, with people's expectations um, increasing mm-hmm. on a consumeristic level, yeah. um, with people moving towards cities away from rural land, yeah. um, it has a much greater part to play yeah. in knitting us all together yeah. and giving us all a better quality of life. I mean, before, before kindness, in terms of, you know, the corporate um, corporate world, the buzzwords were um, compassion and mindfulness. Yeah. that's still, you know, pretty, pretty big out there. Yeah. Um, however, lots of organizations are taking on the word um, kindness yeah. um, it's place or alongside as well, yeah. which to me, it makes me feel pretty good because uh, I, I'm i a 1000 percent convinced that the quality of life for the person experiencing giving, yeah. and all of the people around, dramatically
0: increases. Great, through the kindness. So that was David's interview. What did you think? It's decent. Decent is a good, decent, decent bloke, can he? Decent bloke. decent bloke. Shall we get on with the end of the show? Oh
1: yes. Tis the end, but the end is only the beginning.
0: <laughs> well, it's not. It's the end, but but we'll we'll take it. So. Last week's question in the podcast was inspired by you, so do you want to tell everybody what it was? Just fell on a rock and tripped on a cat. (laughs) And I was thinking, what would be funnier than falling on a rock and tripping over a cat? I think falling on a rock and tripping on an aardvark would be better, wouldn't you? Or maybe a baby. (laughs) Or maybe a child. Or maybe a dinosaur
1: tripping children before
0: I just think it, didn't think it was podcast, <laughs> <weren't> it? standard <laughs> tripping over kids we do that all the time a kid. Uh, but apparently your falling over and on stuff has inspired people to share their own particular stories
1: I thought
0: you were going to say fall on and over stuff themselves <laughs> so I was like no, no don't do that no. um, uh, Russ our esteemed editor ...has been waiting for this question. He once fell off the seat of a bus... ...which was packed. And Kelly Kelly still tells that story. Yeah, and when he fell off, Kelly said... ...he screamed like a little girl, <laughs> apparently. Uh, Amanda Smead fell off a moving manatee. She thought it was a rock. So she fell off a rock... Because she, she thought to, it was a rock. She went
1: to set a rock and she fell on a mantis And the mantis
0: fell on and she fell on all of it. And uh, Amanda also fell across a crevice on Mount Kilimanjaro and fell off the airplane steps after landing. So she was a bit drunk. So she, apparently she's got loads more stories. Uh, Cooky's got loads. So let's uh, share Mr John Cook's falling over stories. John fell off the back of a... Uh, um, man. Yeah. So John fell off the back of a um, bench at the Universal Studio Tour in LA onto a Japanese woman. Uh, do you want to do number two? Oh,
1: um, tripped over, stepping into a pod on the London Eye of reaching out an arm and inadvertently punching a senior civil servant in the face. Now, that's
0: a new one. You fell over and inadvertently punched in the face.
1: I accidentally tried to walk up a down escalator. Fell over, my bag went upwards, came... Went forwards, hat went backwards, and we all met again at the... At the ugh, I, uh.
0: We all met again at the bottom. Yeah. Uh, at college, running late for a curfew, so running back to the residential block, forgot to turn at the t junction in the path, tripped over a kerb, Launch headfirst into the trunk of a tree, and then si- slid down cartoon style. And honourable mention to my dear <laughs> old mum, who once, when working at Rugby School, fell over standing on a chip. See, I like the simplicity of that one. I, know, I mean, I know, I know John's ones were a bit more sort of elaborate, senior, just
1: senior citizen base.
0: Nice. Yeah, just just elaborate and involved hitting people accidentally. I'm assuming it's a, it was accidentally. Um, uh, Judith Hitchens had a good one. 1977, age six, Silver silver Jubilee, dressed as Cleopatra, fell off the stage and split my chin open. Now, I think my best falling over story, I don't know if I talked about it on the, on the last podcast, did I? But no. I once, age six, fell off a bus. Oh, yes. Um, you didn't talk about it, but I know this story. Yeah, so I did, at... Age six, in the early 80s, fall off the back of a Master bus, head-butted the floor, and I once fell, dived in front of a radiator to save my sister and brother from being hit by a radiator. True story. Um, Lucy Patrick, I could tell you so many funny stories about me falling over things. They mainly involve alcohol or early starts to the day. And Heidi Ball said, "On my first day as station supervisor, Heidi worked on the underground. Tripped off a train and landed on a platform. Granddad once tried to headbutt a train, oh, didn't he? Good um, times! <laughs> good times! Oh, well, we laughed. Well, we didn't at the time. We were worried at I the time. <laughs> but yeah, it's the last time we'll try and pick a fight with a tube tube train. That was on um, like chess um, Also tripped over a toolbox. <laughs> that that is a weird story, isn't it? Where you been?" Chess boxing. What is chess boxing? It's a sport that involves both cho- choxing and best, to <laughs> Boxing and chess. Um, and what are you doing here? oh my dad got a bit excited on the way home and decided to train. beat up a tube train <laughs> um and then Haley also said tripped over a toolbox landed on a guy who'd left it in the middle of the floor and lastly went at school fell off a small wall landed on my wrist broke it six weeks later the hospital had to break it again because it had healed wonky so
1: that time that i went down the hill on my brakes broke count as falling onto something
0: we don't talk about that because i think that was partially my fault
1: anyway <laughs> um
0: any, anyway anyway uh, that's it for this week's podcast we'll see you next week Bye.